Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork. I'm Dylan. I'm Sean, and each week we're bringing stories and tips from around the globe as we dive into our journey abroad. Outlining what it takes to follow our dream and hopefully yours, even if it's not soccer. So, Sean, V. Gates, what's up, bro? I mean, we haven't done that intro in a minute. We've been all on guests. But that last final sentence of you, I'm not feeling the energy. Which one? (laughs) V. Gates? Even if it's not soccer. So, Sean, V. Gates. But we're going to stick with it. We're going to stick with it because that's reality. This is a double episode week, a double episode Monday, back-to-back recordings, two different yep. topics. Yep. So what are we talking about today? Um, well, today we're going to give a quick... What? In this episode. Oh, were you asking yourself or are you asking me? Was there a was rhetorical question? Rhetorical. Okay, well, today we're going to give a little uh, update on... Um, there's some things that are developing. Uh, for us, um, some unfortunate news, and then we're also going to just talk about a little topics that have inspired from this. So, yeah, I mean, for us, first off, um, we got a new YouTube segments thing that are coming out. Um, I think that it's kind of hard for people to watch the YouTubes full through. So what we're trying to do is kind of make them a little more accessible. So 10 minute clips, something like this, that kind of capture the essence. We've done something similar in the past, but yeah, we want to make it a little more visual appealing. So Make sure you check out that Fabian episode. Um, Sean did a hella good job. And, and the Matt Lawrence one. The, the Matt, Matt Lawrence, Lawrence one as well. Incredible. I mean, it's a great guest that we're getting on. It's like, it's yeah. amazing. Um, these guys really put us in the zone. And something that's really refreshing about doing the, the group episodes is that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so easy to, to hear. And it's also just like a, I just felt like I was learning during that Fabian one, you know? Kind of for, forget when you forget. I think that's a great, great thing. You forget you're doing right, a podcast. Right. Um, so yeah. check those out. Um, we'll get into some more exciting news later. Um, but Sean has been taking it back to his. I want to say, I mean, you played there a few times in Oni, but it's more of a. I think you Youth. played there with Nike in the Chance, right? Nike Chance yeah. thing. Yeah. So Sean is on his. We call him Serge for Sergio, uh, Sergio Ramos, but now it's Sergio Busquets. Now it's Gattuso. Now it's Casemiro because Mans is at the six, played there last week. How was it? It's good, man. A lot of fun. A lot more fun than center back. Just yeah, involved. Just involved man, you're involved. It's like. And, just... Right. And the job that, you know, I was put there for, for me is like so much fun. Just, you know, so protecting what was your, the back what is, line. What is your job? Yeah. I mean, so so in German, it's called Abräume. It's like protection is the word, mm-hmm. is a direct translation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, exactly like the Angola Conte is like, you You're just like the sweeper cover of the, the midfield, whole, aren't you? You cover the whole field exactly. Yeah. Keep the ball in mm-hmm. front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Play always simple. there to back up. You know, outside back gets beat. You're there to back them up. The center back goes out. You're filling its position. The eight gets beat. You're there to win the ball to win the second ball. It's just like you're just involved the whole game and it's a, little, a bit more freedom because at center yeah. back, you got to keep it simple, but, and you can't afford to make a mistake, but you can't afford also to like press at a point where you shouldn't. Yeah. Whereas in this position, that's what you need to do mm-hmm. is like when mm-hmm. the ball is starting to come out, like stop it from getting past you. 
Yeah. So you can be a little more aggressive. And I know that I have people behind me yep. that if I didn't win the ball, it's not like it's, they're going through on net. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a little, you can take a little and bit. And you're more just involved. You're involved the whole game. Yep. Not that you aren't at center back, but center backs more organizing. It's more structured, isn't it? I mean, there's a little less right. of a, a freedom. I mean, well, I mean, if you're playing, really, if you're like... playing right center back, you're in that kind of right channel the whole game, more you're or less. You're in that right channel the entire. In this game, position, I I think I I stepped on every blade of grass in the field. I would have loved to see like the you heat know, map. So it, yeah, I would have loved to see a heat map of where you were because towards the end, you mentioned to me that you were uh, yeah cramping, cramping a little up. bit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I mean that's fault my own because I, I felt good. I wasn't tired. I felt very good all game. I, I did not drink electrolytes at halftime. Um, there you go. Yeah, Very I think if I did, I have, them for, I have them for tomorrow's game. Or by the time you hear this, this past weekend's game. So we'll be good on that. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, did, you, did you find any, um, any difficulties? Because you haven't played there in a while. I know you might have geared up mm-hmm. for it in training and prepared that way. But, I mean, mentally and physically, I mean, what were some of the things, anything, anything else that you had difficulty with or – any things that you like really were thinking of pregame as mm-hmm. to, okay, I do this, do this. And, you know, let me get yeah. into the game. It was more, maybe more uh, like, I mean, I trained, I trained in that position one time before we played. Classic. So one day of training um, right. and there was no hints of me playing there at all throughout, you know, up until this point. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, I played there all youth in Nike the Chance, so probably five years straight. Did they know that? that? Did they ever bring that up to you? No. Like, have you played here no. before? Or they just no. kind of saw that your abilities could be well suited in this position? I think I think that's what it was. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then it was just, I mean, so the coach that I had at the time during my youth was very big on positioning and as the six in a mm-hmm. 4-3-3 or 4-1-4-1, whatever. Like organizing in front of you, but kind of cleaning up everything and keeping the ball in front of you. So it's just, it's natural to me. It didn't feel yeah. like I'm not sure where I should stand. You know, mm-hmm. where do I mm-hmm. go here when the ball's here? It felt very natural. Um, obviously, I never played it at this level. Or even in college, I didn't play it there that often. We play with two sixes, so it's totally different. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt good. Like I said, it's a lot of fun. Um, and as long as you can run, which... You know, we both always say that you need to be fit for whatever it is, which we can. Um, it's a great position. I mean, obviously, if you can't run it and you're tired, then it's Super you're going to get caught out. Um, I bet they yeah. liked you for the aerial presence before the center backs, too. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, I mean, it kind of adds a third center back in that terms of someone right. who can win the ball like a center back. And then right. obviously just having you available on set pieces and things like this. It's right. right. That's no, that's I mean, cool. I. I did what they wanted to do, and I thought I did it quite well. Um, even mm-hmm. offensively, kept keeping the ball, keeping the ball moving, moving it side to the side. Um, Any ambitions yeah, to, I thought, I thought, for the next games to, like, you know, kind of do better in that position? What do you think you can improve on? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing – I had one shot, uh, like won the ball, mm-hmm. took a step forward and, and it hit it. Um, it got deflected, but do a little bit more offensively in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I have a it's chance. It's a balance at that position, though. It really it's is. It's a balance, though. You can't because force you gotta, it to be offensively. There's many times where, you know, I see space. Like, you you do this great, where you make that run behind the back line mm-hmm. when there's that gap. 
but I as cannot a six, make I don't know because... if you're really ever supposed to do that. No, no. And I mean, it shouldn't ever, I just see it, you know? And obviously there's a time where one of the eights will drop deep. Then I naturally will move up. Of course. Mm-hmm. So in this but case, then but it's on. still, I don't know even but if they still, wanted to do that. No, no. And, and I am very conscious of that. So um, yeah, it's just more finding the spaces, just continuing to win mm-hmm. every second ball really. Um, yeah. And, and bring more offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. So one, one place I just to um, for everyone, really one place that I think you can kind of bring that offensively, especially with your fitness Say there's a counter attack for you guys. You guys are off yeah. on the counter. Yell at your eight to stay back. There you go. You know, at that point, right. I think right. it's you need that person there. So if he's going right to sit back and get and get his rest, a lot of times an eight will say, "Yeah, go for it." You know, go right. for it, right. go run. So I mean, if you can right. use your fitness and that to kind of get forward, do a few more runs, and get in the box for a, a pullback from from the from the end line or a, you know a rebound or a shot from outside the 18, like all those things. So, right. I'm feeling right. a goal. I'm feeling a goal. We'll see. Um, I'm, this feeling, is I'm feeling a goal as well. After, I'm feeling a goal. It might be on a set piece as well. I just, I'm feeling it. And it's, it's a very, very important game. Yep. As, um, they, all as they all are, but this is even more important than every other game before it. So, mm-hmm. and what about you? Well, they, they say you? the best ability is availability. And um, yes. that was going for me well for, for a long period of time since I came to this club, I've played in, um, I played in every game that we've had every, um, I guess, competitive game. There's some, some friendlies touch fields that I didn't play in, but I've been playing. I've, you know, even I've picked up little tiny things, but been able to, to get through it with our physios and stuff. Um, this past weekend we played Altina in the first half. I caught a stud to the quad basically while my, muscle was uh, fully tensed and somehow this impact plus the position my muscle was in at the time created uh, a tear in the muscle fibers. So I guess a little better than having a full on tear in your quad, obviously, but Mm -hmm. um, no, I mean, I played after that. I went down and they kicked the ball out and it was painful. Don't get me wrong. Um, But adrenaline just kind of kept me through it. I ended up scoring after that as well. And that was in the first half, Sick so I played goal. 60 minutes after that. Yeah, go look at that. And on the, the fifth uh, goal of the league. The highlights. Yeah, I mean, I'll take pride in the fact that the four before that, I think, were all good goals. I mean, one is kind of just a tap-in, but it was a good run. That mm-hmm. one is me taking a side volley, not connecting it with it well. It kind of hit me on the ankle a little bit. And just, just taking a few hops, I think the uh, <laughs> the keeper must have saw it really late or I or thought someone was going to clear it. but. Never when it left my foot that I think this was going to go in. I thought maybe I just put it in a dangerous area, you know, for someone mm-hmm. to get on the end of it. But it right. took a few bounces, and that last bounce kind of skipped on him. And, yeah, I, I don't know. On the yeah, back yeah, of the we net. take it. We take it. It's goal. goal of the year nominee, as uh, we've been joking on the team. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like, we got the win. Um, I'm out for five to six weeks, basically. Um no real hope of coming back sooner because of the level of severity of this. So, and coming back can really be detrimental and, and just not really the smart move. So yeah, it is what it is. First, first couple of days I was sulking. Can't lie. It's, it's a 
difficult thing to come to terms with any injury. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I tore my ACL or anything like this. You know, it's you come back from these injuries. But, yeah, it's tough because you feel like you're in form, uh, as I did. You know, I was scoring goals. Um, I felt the fittest I've really ever been because I've never played – I don't know how many games we played now. How many games have we played now in the season in total? 14, 14, I think. I've played 14, 15, 16 games with the cup games um, averaging over 80 minutes. So I think there was a few games. One, I got taken out in a cup game when we were up. Um, one, I wasn't doing so well against Sean's team. And the second one, I think I got taken out in the 70th. But overall, I've been, I think, 80% of those games, I played the full 90. Yeah. So at this level, I've never played that many games consistently. So my fitness and game fitness is like 100% the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that make this hard. There's four games before the break, uh, winter pause that are very big games for us to finish in the top five, which um, quickly, I guess, and maybe we can explain to them. The first five, yeah. the first five in our league go play um, the Southern region of this region. So there's, yeah. First five of this go play in another uh, area to, um, for it's pretty much a promotion table. The bottom six Mm -hmm. go play another bottom to decide who's going to get relegated. And what is it? Five out of the 11 clubs or six out of the 11 clubs in the relegation zone will go down. It's six out of the 11. We'll say that it could be five with promoters, but it's most likely six. But because of the last two years, they haven't been able to relegate people because of the COVID season cancellation. So it's kind of like a cleanup job in a way. Pretty harsh, in my yeah. opinion. But these next games are very important. If you can get into that top five, it's it's a sigh of relief. Obviously, you don't have to even think about um, that bottom league. So right. it's tough. It's tough because I felt like, not that I'm letting my team down. There's nothing I could do, but like that I could be out there giving everything for the team and for mm-hmm. the club so yeah i still but there's nothing you could have done about it no there's nothing i could have done about it 100 um soaked the first two days three days maybe had a uh, a box of cookies i can't lie um <laughs> just you know it's a tough thing to come to terms with but i'm right back i'm right into pt um i can do some things so i'll just be focusing on things i can do you know mental things improving areas outside right. of the game and yeah, improving the podcast and some some exciting news that we have that we're, we're chipping away at. Yeah. It's like it's it's at my it's tip like, of my tongue. I mean, I just can't say it yet, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking on the YouTube too, there's this thing I'm drinking my water out of that, which will be on it. So, um, you know, yeah. But I had uh, just yeah. a, I mean, quickly with this was, I think it's. In my circumstance, I think it was an impact injury, but I've seen a lot of guys in this league and on our team get muscle injuries. It's, it's happening a lot, a lot of injuries in this league. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of having this discussion um, why this was happening. And I think it's kind of a testament to leagues like ours, which um, if you look at it is technically amateur. So there's money in this league and we're not going to get into it, but technically in Germany, this is amateur. So maybe in the U.S. it would be called professional, but it's not mm-hmm. just how it is. And so guys are working full time. A lot of guys. Some guys aren't. Some parts of Germany, if you're in this league, you're not. Some teams in mm-hmm. ours, you're not. It just depends. But 
some guys are working full-time jobs where they're waking up at seven, um, working till four, and then we have an evening training. So you're just talking about how much you're giving to a sport where you're training five every single day, maybe one day off. You're training every single day, and then you have one or two games depending on what week it is. It's very similar to any professional standard, and the games are very similar. So you're doing all of the strenuous activity, everything that comes with being a professional, but still not getting paid like a professional in other countries. And this happens in many leagues in many countries, but it is a crazy thing, and I think that contributes to it a lot because you're not putting in the time um, to – you just don't have the time to do everything. If you're a pro, you go in, you get a massage first thing. doesn't even matter if you're like – have an ailment you're going in you're getting all of these things they're rubbing out things that are tight making sure you're ready you know you're playing on the best grass surfaces that are very good for all of your joints and everything you're going into cryotherapy after you know you're doing everything and most guys are doing everything they can with what they're given here the time that they have but it's still like it's not enough for playing at that same maybe not the same level but you guys know what i mean playing at that such high level where you're playing like a professional, but still not getting everything a professional has in other leagues. It's quite crazy, honestly. And I think that's, I mean, kudos to guys that are doing yeah. it like this and in, in leagues like this. It's a reality yeah, in many you know, places. hundred percent. And it just goes down to the people that aren't doing that and want to do this, like understand what you're competing against. Yeah. People are waking up at 5 a.m., you know, to go be a lawyer, for example, mm-hmm. they, they work up until they come to training. Mm-hmm. Then they go to bed late and get maybe six hours of sleep and do it again. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekend, play full 90 yeah. and then do it again in the next week. And, and, you know, for you to make an excuse or whatever reason that you, you don't have the time to do something, I mean, it's just not valid. Um, so it, it also kind of checks yourself with, how bad you really want and how much are you doing to be ready and be your best self um yeah to play football because i mean we've mentioned this league that with the bundesliga bro like some people on 250 300 euros that's not a professional wage i mean some clubs in the u.s may say that they're professional and give people that i've seen youtube videos of guys who played um in some teams in nisa i'm not saying this is the the general trend but some teams in nisa or some other teams that say they're professional and they're giving guys 300 euros a month, 300 us dollars right. a month. But that right. is, that's not professional professional to me is you can live off this wage. So right. even if you're in an amateur league or whatever, if you can live off, this, this is professional, but still being on that cusp of sometimes, you know, this could, you can live off this or you can't. And then, you know, guys are playing into their late twenties, early thirties. Like this is not going to be their only source of income. And that's why these trainings exactly. are at, six or seven you know exactly yeah you were you were before we go on though just it gave me that idea you were telling me about something you heard about third bundesliga and um like the um unemployment remember this yeah yeah so this is this is not confirmed and i would have to confirm with with our sources this is rumor rumor central this is rumor central this is rumor has it yeah before before i have to go to training right now we'll end with this (laughs) Yeah, so this is third Bundesliga, very good level. Uh, we know players that were playing there, getting pennies, you know, mm-hmm. 250 euros a month, 
in the third league playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it happens. It just depends on the club and where you go. But yeah, there was the rumor that somehow here in Germany, teams can pay the player like a very minimum salary, 250 euros. And then, which is like the base, the minimum for a real contract is 250 euros. That's an amateur. So you give them the, yeah. the, they give them that as a the contract. And then somehow they apply for like unemployment. <laughs> and so they get all the unemployment get money benefits. from the state. And then this is how they're getting their salary. And like I said, I remember hearing this from multiple people at different times, but I can't confirm this uh, is true. And I can't remember. It may not be this, ever. It may I, not be ever. I must have heard confirm. this though, because why, how would this even be in my head? Um, no. And I definitely this, heard it more than once. So I need this, to. I need to. We need to confirm with people. But yeah, that's just a funny thing. I mean, there's crazier things around the world and how oh, they how they pay thing. players. Things I've heard in um, Sweden. Oh my god. I mean, it's it so, could be the wild wild west in places. Uh, right. Fabian said I was just it, listening. You know? Yeah, I was just listening to a podcast about someone who's playing in. Uh, he was in Russia, I think. And like he, he had this thing. So he had a $250 or pound, whatever contract. And then the rest of the money, which was a lot, was in a separate contract. What was the and pod? Then when he went, it, was on, it was on the on the Judy, which is a great pod. On the cool. Judy. Check it out. Michael Antonio was on that. Troy Dini. A lot of players, too, that are maybe in the championship are like never really made it in the prem. But it's yeah. interesting to hear all their stories and growing up. Yeah. But yeah, he... Uh, yeah, they, he goes like, I need my money, like thousands and thousands of dollars. And they're like, well, where's the contract? And he can't find it. They got, they, they stole it from him and ripped it up. And that was it. Oh my <laughs> so it was like, God. So it was like, yeah, yeah, the government sees the 250 euros so he can per, like prosecute that and get that mm-hmm. money. But the other one, mm-hmm. it's gone. So, and that was happening in like the first league of the country, whatever it was, somewhere in Eastern Europe. But either way, it's Crazy. just like, yeah. It's it's just a thing, unfortunately. But yeah, so that that is uh, information that is yet to be confirmed. But let to be confirmed. Some other things that are yet to be confirmed, but will come in shortly. We're gonna keep teasing it until we feel ready to. That's an alarm for my laundry. So uh, I guess we'll end there. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll stop it at that. Uh, once again, keep subscribing to that YouTube. We're uh, trying to build that and doing something a little different with the video shorter clips to the pod but more interactive with different clips mm-hmm. um yeah that's all from my side yeah that's all i got too all right so until next time keep moving forward keep learning and make your own path is that yeah. good enough for you sean that was that was amazing footwork is sponsored by ourselves but also kong fitness and merchant designs baby follow us on instagram at footwork underscore podcast twitter is at footwork podcast youtube and facebook just check out footwork podcast search it email us if you need anything any questions at footworkpodcast at gmail.com and remember plug plug pass tell your parents amazon delivery guy mailman i don't know who just tell them like subscribe review all of it helps thank you